world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Every now and then, I know it's kind of hard to tell, but I'm still alive and well. <laughs> Last Friday, I want to shout out to Dr. Kissin and everybody in the uh, staff at uh, Hackensack uh, Ambulatory Care. I had uh, knee surgery. I did not have major knee replacement. We just did a cleanup. My meniscus, Sandy, was torn and flipped. Nice. And I had a couple of loose things floating around and i had a baker cyst behind the kneecap did they get the cyst they got the cyst and everything um and i gotta tell you they gave me a script for uh like a tramadol or something Mm -hmm. i never filled it and i did not once take um anything excellent i did not i did not take anything and uh so i feel really good about that and uh, I'm still a little stiff. It's it's a week now, but it's pretty cool. Everybody that's listening to this, I want to wish you and your family a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope you had a good time. Today, is, you're listening to the show. It's the Sunday after uh, Christmas. Yeah, Boxing so, Day. What is, yeah. I, and I forgot my gloves. I'm sure everybody like me right now is bloated and full of cheese. <laughs> 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 Although you'll still cram another piece of apple pie down your throats, I know. Uh, I wanted to thank everybody for Toys for Tots. I think we broke another record. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen boxes picked up. And wow. I actually I have a box and a half left over for next year that we just wrapped in plastic and we stored uh, because some boxes, because of the n- fake supply chain shortages, there's stuff being delivered uh, after Christmas that was ordered a month before Christmas. So that happens. A uh, couple of things. Um, on a sad note, Walter and Jen Haas, uh, my condolences to their entire family. About five, six days ago, their family, German Shepherd Bruno, passed oh. at home with the family. And then to top it off, uh, Walt's 81-year-old mom passed away a few days oh, later. Wow. And, yeah, you talk about having a bad week, right? When it rains, it pours. But like yeah. I said to Walt, uh, it wouldn't happen to him if he couldn't handle it. Right. I mean, it happened with me, too, with Cosmo. Cosmo died in, uh, he died in November. My mom passed away in January. It sucks. So by condolences, uh, you know, December 17th, Winston's gone three years. I know, it's incredible. How is that? How is that? I just don't understand that. Just time just slips right by. Uh, Happy birthday to John Petrolino. Decoding Firearms, writer for every two-way organization known to man. Uh, John is the man, so a happy, happy birthday. Uh, Riding Shotgun with Charlie did a birthday grant for him where a bunch of us 2A people were involved in it. It was epic. (laughs) So, you know, I've been shipping a ton, ton, ton of crime-proof books out, and people are walking in. People I've never met before, women and men buying the book as a gift and asking me to autograph it. And I just shout out. I want to shout out to everybody. (laughs) Self-published, grew up poor inner city, Newark, New Jersey, wrote my own book, had a ton of people help me uh, along the way. And we just broke 25,000 books sold. Sweet. How's that, Sandy? It's pretty damn good. Not bad. So uh, I get an email. I'm sorry, uh, concierge gets a phone call from uh, Kinara Williams in Charleston, South Carolina. She says, I ordered the book for my husband. It was going to be a Christmas gift, and I didn't receive it yet. So she ordered it on the 16th. This was 1221. So I got the message. I go downstairs to my office. I track the order, and I shipped the order the day she ordered it. And it said, the tracking said it was delivered in mailbox that day. So I called her back. 
and I said, hello, Kenar. She goes, is this Anthony? I said, yes. I said, it shows that it's in your mailbox. Please check your mailbox. She goes, this is Anthony. I said, yes, yeah, this is Anthony. She goes, my husband is a huge fan of yours. Could I put him on the phone with you? <laughs> <laughs> she caught him off guard. He was like a, a little starstruck, which is weird to me. But Thomas, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You better thank your wife for going above and beyond and ordering that book. If that book didn't get delivered, there's a good chance I'd have drove that shit down. To get it to you before <laughs> yeah, Christmas, there, there really is a good chance. Of it's that. it's not it's not it's not beyond you. It's not beyond me to do these things. That's so right. just just remember <laughs> that. But luckily, it did get delivered, uh, and I appreciate all the support. I cannot believe the amount of people that have been coming. Uh, to help uh, with the books and stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, like coming in and saying, I loved your book and, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it's been great. I really, really want to tell you that uh, I, I love you all and thank you for the support. Uh, as far as first to fourth tier people go, let's little little thing. So Governor Murphy, who wants us all to wear masks until we die, he <laughs> loves New Jersey so much that his last vacation was in uh, Italy. And over the Christmas, New Year holiday, him and his whole family are pri flying private charter to Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like nothing more repulsive than a rich, repulsive socialist. That's I don't true. care what anybody says. So. I really don't, you know, this whole uh, Build Back Better thing with Biden, this $2 trillion bill. Build Back Broke. Build Back Broke. I, I know it's a farce, and I know it's just, you know, further accelerating our road to uh, socialism and, and government dependency. I get it, right? So uh, Manchin said he was not going to vote for BBB, and uh, there's no better example um, than uh, first-tier elites than uh, you ever could think of. I'll give you two examples. Number one is uh, this police officer that pulled her handgun instead of her taser, and she killed that young African-American yeah. kid. And, you know, she's on trial for murder, and uh, Alec Baldwin is has not submitted right. his, tel his telephone. There's a search warrant for his telephone. It has not been... Um, he has not surrendered it yet, and he's doing talk shows. He's trying and, to find a way he, to get it wiped. Like, yeah, uh, and he Hillary. murdered somebody. So, right. so Bette Midler, who lives in the Upper uh, West Side of Manhattan, she used to live in Tribeca, her response to Joe Manchin saying he's not going to vote for Build Back Broke, she says that um, the people of West Virginia deserve better, but yet Joe Manchin represents... Uh, poor, illiterate, and strung out people. Oh, great. Yeah. So just, he wants uh, us to be just like his state, West Virginia. Poor, illiterate, and strung out. So there's almost 2 million people in West Virginia. And so, of course, then later on she apologized, but she said it already. And apology is bullshit. It's because she got caught. But that's, this is, this is what she's really thinking. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's that's what she's really, really thinking. We said that, that uh, two years ago that eventually they're going to drop their veil, their their veiled disguises, and they're going to say, "This is who I am." One hundred percent. It's fucking horrible. It is. It is horrible. This is this is how they feel. And uh, they hate us. They loathe us. They look down on us. And, you know, these are people that are, you know, they're like Sodom and Gomorrah. They're banging each other. They all have sexually transmitted diseases. They're, they're sleeping with men and boys and turning a blind eye to Harvey Weinstein and Epstein and, uh, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And we're supposed to look up to them. We're supposed to take advice from them. That's our moral compass yeah, yeah, people, in this country. People who can't have a conversation without a script. Right, yeah, real, seriously, that's our that's our moral compass that we're supposed to look at people like this, and we're supposed to say, "Oh my God, you know, I'm I'm so happy that you have a say in our country." How about f you? How about going? How, how about sticking it where the sun doesn't shine? We don't need your advice. Go back to Sodom and Gomorrah. Go back to sleeping with one another and doing all kinds of, you know, ugh 
horrible things that we hear about all the time. You know, constantly all we hear about in Hollywood is, you know, uh, actors and stuff, uh, grooming young kids and everything, producers. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't want to hear shit from them. Listen, I hate our politicians on a scale of 1 to 10, and it's an 11. You Hollywood people, you're completely off the charts with me. I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about your opinion. I don't give a shit about politicians' opinions, and that's the career they chose. Right. So, if you want to which shouldn't really be a career, right? It shouldn't be a career. So now, <clears throat> you know, all of these... Um, all of these defund the police politicians are having second thoughts. Have you heard? Oh, yeah. Well, see, uh, this is what happens, huh? Florida. Florida has seen 400,000 people move to Florida since defund the police pandemic and everything else started. Yeah. The entire population of Orlando, again, moving to Florida. There was an article in, in, the, in the Wall Street Journal where people are moving from Florida from New York and New Jersey saying, yeah, it's, it's out of hand. It's out of hand there. And I you know, they're liberals. Democrat. Yeah, they're liberals. Right. They're right. liberals. Uh, they're like, we, we can't handle it anymore. Our kids aren't allowed to go to school. We're in lockdown. We're da -da 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 -da. And we see the, the stupidness of this. So we moved to Florida. And you know what? The, the press is waiting for an uptick in Florida's numbers, but it doesn't happen. And it's killing them. They're all watching Florida. Every one of them is watching Florida and nothing is happening. And it's pissing them off because it doesn't fit their narrative. Well, right after the holidays, you're going to see an uptick everywhere because we've been, you know, we, I've been watching this <clears throat> for about a month now from South Africa. And, uh, you know, it's a good news, bad news situation. I think it's going to continue to hold. It's going to spread like wildfire. It already has in, in the U.S. Uh, sadly, we are very, very far behind with genomic testing in, in, New, in uh, the United States. So... It's been here for quite a while, and we uh, we just don't know it. Um, but it is going to, you know, I would I would advise everybody that um, right now with the vaccines, pe people are doing well. But this particular um, strain is unlike anything that's been there before. In this, in the sense that, you know, like we said, I think was it last week we might have said we're you know basically COVID caught a cold, right? Mm -hmm. the, the two of them meshed together, so. It's got a, um, a transmissibility that's off the charts, really, uh, in South Africa, in the UK, and most parts of um, Australia is now ticking up very, very high, and so is um, so is most of Europe. Um, fortunately, uh, and I'm, and I'm, this could change uh, tomorrow. Fortunately, um, it is presenting as a milder uh, disease. Um, the death rate is is much lower than with uh, Delta, but um, we don't know how it is going to affect the unvaccinated. So far, it hasn't done well uh, with the unvaccinated. That, but it it also does not does not heed to the vaccination. It, it you know it, it 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 escapes immunity on both sides, whether you've had COVID before. Even if you just recently had Delta, you still are susceptible to this um, to this uh, reinfection. Um, and even if you've got three shots, you know you've had your doubly vaccinated and your booster, chances are you will be exposed. And if you are exposed, you will um, contract the disease. So the only thing we're hoping for right here in the U.S which again, like I said, is lagging behind some of the statements CDC makes, makes me cringe. Um, and certainly what the president, you know, uh, assumes that it, this just dropped out of the sky with yesterday's rain. Um, <clears throat> when everybody knows it has been watching it for quite a while. Um, the big thing is going to be overwhelming the hospitals. We're looking at probably about a million cases a day by, by beginning of January, mid January. And um, even if a very slight amount of those people uh, need treatment in upper care or intensive care, um, it's, it does have a possibility of overwhelming it. Plus, uh, all of the doctors and nurses who care for the people in the hospitals, if they are quarantined, um, 
that's going to present an even bigger problem. So just try to be safe. Uh, use precautions. Uh, I would definitely test yourselves um, after the holidays. Um, you know, the test kits are available. I think it, it, it didn't uh, the sock puppet in chief come out and say that they're going to be giving away uh, 500 million. Yeah, uh, he hasn't so, even he hasn't even signed a, an order for it. Yeah, there, there's no there's no mechanism to yeah. distribute the typical government response to this shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, go out now and get yourself a couple of test kits. Walmart.com's got them. Abbott's a good one. Um, get get what it, get them now. And and I would also test yourself before you you know get together with family gatherings. Just again, err on the safe side. Do like me. Don't get together with family guys. Yeah, or and me. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Just stay home in your cave like a troll, and yeah. you, you, I like you know, it you, in my cave. You limit your exposure. Yeah. So, you know, I love, um, I, I I love karma. So, a Democrat congresswoman in Philly, who um, was instrumental in defunding the police and instrumental in getting rid of tons of cops and instrumental in pushing for bail reform and not having cash bail or anything. She was carjacked at gunpoint in Philly Wednesday afternoon. Not in Philadelphia. Yep. Yep. Goodness. The city of brotherly love. Yep. They broke a record. They have like 550 uh, murders already. Mm. Crime is through the roof. Even the old mayor, the crazy mayor of Philly. Remember Nutter? Oh, yeah. Nutter is attacking the uh, Soros-backed district attorney in Pennsylvania, saying, "Come on, man! What are you? What are you ignorant here? Like, like, look what's going. You're denying that crime went up, and look what's going on with our city. The blood is running through the streets now. People can't walk down the street without being harassed." So, um, so this defund the police woman. I wonder how she feels about this now. As a congresswoman, now that she's been attacked, she'll probably get uh, taxpayer uh, uh, supplied right security, she will. right? You're damn so, right. Yeah, because her life is more important than That's ours. That's right. And uh, then another one, an Illinois Democratic senator <laughs> was carjacked in Chicago, and shots were fired. Okay, Illinois State Senator uh, Democrat Kimberly Lightfoot was carjacked Tuesday night in a Chicago suburb. She was traveling with her husband in their Mercedes SUV. Okay, oh. first and f- yeah, yeah, this is another yeah. woman. Wo- Go ahead, woman of the people. Yes. <laughs> so, so another one is like, oh my God, defund the police. Well, this is what happens. Do you think? Do you think that you can just? let people do whatever they want and they're going to play and they're going to play nice no as soon as criminals find out there's no ramifications this is so yeah. stupid i can't even believe i have to discuss this but <laughs> know, it's when you when you're raising a kid if you let them do whatever you want and figure it'll just work itself out how do you think that kid is going to end up with no boundaries <laughs> with no ramifications how do you think it's going to end not right? very well yeah. How about the San Francisco mayor? We talked about her a little bit, but London Breed, uh, the the mayor of San Francisco, she's yeah. the one that cut $120 million out of the budget to the police department in San Francisco uh, to dedicate those funds to achieving racial equality. Okay? This was her big thing that she wanted to do. Well, guess what? Now she says she actually I, – I have to give her credit where credit's due. She's actually saying we made a mistake. Which is which is unbelievable for a politician. She, yeah, she ended mm-hmm. cash bail programs. They reduced the population in prison by twenty five percent. You know because of the pandemic. They told prosecutors to go soft on comp- crime. She pressured them. She commuted sentences. Okay, she even lobbied and commuted a sentence for her own father from prison. <laughs> <laughs> So since she did this, burglaries rose. This is what we elect. <laughs> yeah. So burglaries rose 62%. Murders doubled. And as this calendar turned 2021, 20, San Francisco saw itself the subject of a new style of smash and grab looting. Okay. The residents, just like Seattle, the residents are like, oh, my God, what did we do? Okay. And she's like, at first glance, the anti-crime agenda looked good, but maybe we should have studied it more. Maybe we you made think? decisions too fast okay she wrote we're a city listen to this i love this one we're a city that prides ourselves on second chances oh yeah great okay so listen if i was a criminal if i knew that uh you know simi valley was tough on crime but san francisco wasn't where would i go work right 
So my buddy Bob Tasher, he sent uh, some ideas to, to help uh, reduce crime. Number one, this is a novel approach. Require high bail for repeat and violent crimes. Hmm. Uh, you think something like that might be able to work? Yeah, it might, uh, might, might be a step in the right direction, don't mm. you think? How about increase anti-crime units in high-crime neighborhoods? Why would you want to do that? Ah. How about refund the police? <laughs> yeah. I'm also, I'm also okay with re-educating and retraining the police and reteaching the police in a lot more uh, type of community communication and stuff. You know, well, community policing that. versus the, you know, the typical BDU SWAT team, uh, quasi-military sort of thing. Maybe that's. So I'm, I'm going to stop before I go on his list even more. But here's the problem, Sandy, is uh, it, this is going to take a long time. So let's say we had two years of burning everything down, right? Mm. It's going to take a long time for it to come back because the police are decimated. Oh, absolutely. The good police that did good work have all retired. They're gone, right? yeah. yeah you, know, Bur- you know, Burlington, Vermont, where Bernie Sanders started his political career, they did a huge thing where they said we're going to go from 150 police to 75. We're going to reduce it 50%. So they thought it was going to happen over attrition. They became so soft on crime that all the cops left. And now crime is rampant. Storefronts are closed down. Robbery is rampant. Murder is rampant. In Burlington, Vermont, which is on a Canadian border. Right. They realized the same thing, that they jumped too fast and did this. But when they were exit interviewing the police, the police were like, we're not, I'm not staying here. Yeah, why? I'm, I'm done. There's nobody backing me up. There's right. nobody supporting me. I used to love this job. Now I hate this job. These people that did this, they do not realize that this is long-term repercussions. You can't just turn around and blame the police for everything right. for two years and rip the shit out right. of them. And, and not then ex- stand behind them. Correct. You, it's not going to happen. All of the good cops left. All of the marginal cops that were close to retirement took their early retirement or got out. So the only ones you have left are maybe the shit ones that can't leave and the ones that are really still trying to give it the team effort. Right? That's yeah, pretty much it. Pretty much it. So you've, you've decimated your law enforcement. And then when you have all of these Soros back district attorneys that, you know, Sandy, imagine we're in our 60s, but imagine being two young cops, 25 years old, caring about our community, going to a house, and there's a couple. I don't care if they're white, minority, whatever. And there's a domestic, and he beat his wife up really bad, right? And you lock him up, and he gets released the same day. And then it happens again two days later, and you lock him up, and he gets released the same day. And then three weeks later, you answered a call where he killed her. So you and I, how do we feel at that point? Yeah, pretty like, shitty. Why are we yeah. even doing our job? Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Why? Why are you even? Why do we even have a law if you're going to have us administer the punishment? Well, excuse me, pick the person up and apply the law, and then you're not going to follow up with it on right. your end. Why yeah. are we here? What are we doing this for? As soon as the cops have the attitude, it doesn't matter anyway. He's just going to walk out before we finish our police report. You've just taken the teeth out of everything, exactly. and the criminals know that. Right. In New York City, the criminals tell the police, I'll be out before the end of the day. Yep. 36 to rest. And they're out before the end of the day. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to, Bob T., I'm going to disagree on this one because I did a report on this once. He says reinstate the death penalty. The only way we can reinstate the death penalty is if we actually used the death penalty. So there was a cost analysis done a few years ago by a think tank. The problem is most people that get the death penalty, by the time they sit on death row and they go through the entire appeals process from top to bottom, beginning to end, um, the problem with that is that it it costs millions and millions of dollars, and the death penalty is never administered. It's so small. We're better off just giving somebody life in prison, to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, Hard labor. We'll go back to hard labor. Hard labor. I love hard labor. Instead of TV sets and and uh, uh, endless, uh, you know, endless time in the library and on and on and on and on. Here's another controversial one. 
require all illegal, <clears throat> I mean undocumented workers, to register with the local police photo, photo, fingerprint, and DNA sample. Yeah, good luck with that. The ACLU would fight that to the death. The left would fight it to the death. But for me or you or our parents or grandparents, they wouldn't give a shit. They would do it to us. Yeah, Listen, all two million illegals crossed the border. No COVID tests, no mask requirements. Right. Sons of bitches. New York City's completely shut down right now. California's completely shut down. Only shut down for who? The law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, the third tier. Sorry, that was my rant. The next one, number six from Bob, is use RICO laws to prosecute all gang members for the crimes of its members. The RICO law, Rudy Giuliani used the RICO law against organized crime. That was one of his huge claims to fame, saying it's an organized business, and he went after them. And lo and behold, uh, mob members uh, of Colombian and Italian and Russian, instead of looking at like three years in jail under RICO, under federal law, they were looking at 300 years in jail. And that's what caused so many uh, mobsters to turn informant. Rather than go to jail forever, they flipped and he decimated organized crime. Rudy Giuliani did more to decimate organized crime. It's it'll never come back to where it was because of him. Yeah, right. With the RICO laws. Right. Uh, this one I can't I can't even tell you how much I agree with this one. You know, we send so much money overseas, especially we send money to countries to hate us. And I always say we should just not send the money and let us hate us for free. I could not agree with this more one more than anything else outsource our prison system to third world countries they could use the income what it would be idea. less expensive <clears throat> for us and likely very effective likely very effective <laughs> extremely effective yeah, ever watch orient express uh well yeah that's an old movie orient express yeah. yes uh i had a friend uh who was romanian and he said if you go to pr prison in romania you get a cell and that's it. Your family or friends have to bring you sleeping thing, a toothbrush, toilet paper, a chamber pot. And if they don't bring you food every day, you die in that cell. And uh, good luck holding on to that. But could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine if, if people looked at our prison system like that? Instead, they're striking over they want Fios instead of Optimum Online. Right. right. Well, did, didn't the prisoners get uh, vaccinated first before doctors and nurses? Yes. 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 So I want to talk about uh, activism working. The uh, So Murphy, before he went to Costa Rica... He uh, proposed uh, Gun Control 3.0. We talked about it a little bit. Last week was our special show where we did all the dystopian uh, books, and we got a lot of play on that. But So all of these uh, bills, that we have a lame duck assembly until January 10th, so they can come back again. But the troops were rallied. ANGRPC, CNJFO, NRA, and FPC, Firearms Policy Conference, all sent out alerts to be able to email, call, and fax our uh, – our uh, elected officials down in Trenton. I had a couple of uh, hooks and backdoor meetings um, in Trenton. I can't divulge anything else than that. And I want to pat myself on the back because I was highly effective uh, getting to uh, three uh, members of the assembly and getting an audience. I can't say who, what, where, or when. But anyway, to make a long story short, this comes from ANGRPC in response to a massive outcry from gun owners against Governor Murphy's gun ban proposals. The New Jersey Assembly today unexpectedly took no action on the major components of the anti-Second Amendment bill package. Instead, the Speaker of the Assembly, Coughlin, issued a statement indicating that he intends to consider reposting a comprehensive package in January. This means that the bill could still come up for vote on the final day the Assembly is scheduled to meet this session, but it also means that gun owners' collective outcry has led to serious questions among Assembly members, enough to cause the major components of the bill package to be held uh, right now. I want to give everybody, I want to give you all a pat on your back. I've seen on social media and I've seen the comments how many people have uh, come forward and said, I've been sending the emails and everything. So couple of things were happening here. Um, New Jersey Second Amendment Society, Rubian, was doing his thing. CNJFO was doing his thing. ANJRPC with our lobbyists, Rob Nixon and Scott Bach, were doing their thing. 
NRA, what our lobbyist Darren Goins was doing his thing. Anthony Calandro from Gun for Hire, tip of the spear, was doing his thing. Uh, where I was reaching police chiefs who's uh, – who's uh, members of their town, citizen, residents of their town, may or may not have been uh, members of the assembly, and I actually got audiences and ears, and um, I got uh, audience. And uh, who gets all the credit for it? All of you out there for emailing, calling, and everything. All I heard from our elected ilk was their shit was blown up. And a lot of the newly elected ones did not ever see something like this they did not see this barrage and it blew them away because they were like oh shit don't forget the republicans picked up a few seats this year and they know the midterms are coming and biden is not very popular right now and new jersey is already considered the second best gun control state out of all 50 <laughs> so a lot of the assembly were saying so what is the point of this and i was like well the point of this is because your governor wants to run for president so he wants to be the gun control president. We already have the strictest laws. You're adding this stuff. We we already keep track of handgun ammunition in a, in a log. We, we do? Yes, we do. But now he wants to digitize it. I didn't know that. We already have this. We do? Yes. He wants to ban 50 cals. When is the last time a 50 cal was used in a crime? Uh, we don't know. It's never been used in a crime in New Jersey. A 50 cal costs $12,000 and weighs 60 pounds. Really, we thought that's what he's looking to ban. It's not so. So there was a lot of education that was done, and we really managed to tarnish the executive branch, Sandy. The problem is we have three years and eight months left of it. Right. But we did really manage to tarnish his brand a little bit, and uh, see through it for the shock value. And the other thing is, you know, come January 11th, we don't have Loretta Weinberg anymore. So that could be a big help, too, because she was constantly, constantly pushing for, uh, you know, uh, gun control, gun control, gun control. And, uh, and yeah, I don't and, know if she's going to be replaced with anything better. Yeah. I mean, but the safe firearm storage, your gun has to be locked up in one box and your ammo has to be locked up <laughs> in another box. Insanity. OK. Uh, in your house. So I, I don't know what this does now. You know, Holly Shapisi, who happens to be a member of the range. She has been some champion coming out against this, and Bob Rob Robert Auth, some champion of coming out against this, just over and over again telling people we're not going to support this. I'm, we must be over in time, no? Right. Uh, you pushing me out? No, we got about thirty seconds actually. Come on down just, to Gun for Hire, where the burgers are charbroiled. Uh, <laughs> uh, and now a moment for our sponsor, Optimum Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joe Sampatero, concierge medicine for a nominal amount a month. Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Tell Dr. Joe I sent you. Listen to me. I can call him or text him anytime. He's limiting 250 patients. He is our newest sponsor. Support those who support you. Optimal Health Wellness NJ, bitches. Okay, hold on. We'll be back. See, I knew I would do good. <laughs> <laughs> fighting crime the old-fashioned way now cut crime in half the time with a fast easy money-saving solution introducing the ship baggerator this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of gun for hire radio the ship baggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells parole boards lethal injections or those costly outdated electric chairs just park your ship baggerator in the town square Open the lid and drop the shit bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shit bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice shit bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest shit bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters. No problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop
drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. To Major Tom. And there we are. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I go away for a second and you come back singing. Ziggy. Stardust. Nice. Uh, I want to thank all of the Gun for Hire alumni members and supporters. I mean, you know, our staff here is going from morbid obese to super obese because, like Henry Montefiant dropped off about $300 worth of food. Nonstop trays of cookies, trays of this, trays of that. Sip and swirl. I don't know. My freezers are full here with ice creams and, and cakes <laughs> and cookies and, 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 and fresh mozzarella and gabagool and everything. I just, gun people truly, truly are the best people. I mean, toys for tots, all the stuff you've been dropping off from my staff i it's it's phenomenal i i, I love you all uh, it makes my job so much easier especially being in this communist state so full circle thank you all unity and activism is key and we proved it do not get beat up do not get beat down because there's a lot more to come ladies and gentlemen so some um let's do some housekeeping Marty's V Burger, martysvburger.com. You can order and pick it up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays, or you can go to New York and check out his food. His stuff is a phenomenon. Don't forget U.S. Law Shield. If you register Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio, one word, you get a 10% discount. I hear it's a good discount. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, available on Amazon, or you can buy it here at the range. The Gun Lawyer Podcast by Evan Knappen. So many people come in. I listen to you and I listen to Evan. I love that. Great combination. So support those who support you. The quarantine crawl continues to blow up. Uh, we're going to be having... Um, we're going to be having 22 rifle leagues here, Sandy. I bought 12 Ruger 1022s. And I talked about this before. It's going to start probably in January or February. It's going to be 12 days, $150. Guns, ammo, eye, ear, everything is included. It's going to be 30 rounds offhand. There's going to be prizes and everything. I'm reaching out to all the quarantine crawl food, snack, and bakery vendors, and they can come in and give out freebies the days that we have our leagues. We are also starting the in January the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation Leagues. So they're going to be here too. So if you're not a member of GSSF, go and join GSSF and check out our website soon. It's going to be gunforhire.com forward slash uh, Glock, I believe. Matt's setting the page up. So we're going to be hosting those matches. If you're a member of Gun For Hire, it's going to be cheaper to register for those matches. If you're not a member, you'll be paying whatever Glock says that we normally have to charge. Uh, let's see. My book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. You can go on crimeproofbook.com and you can also obviously order it from Amazon and Kindle version because Jeff Bezos' girlfriend is running low on Botox. <laughs> the Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners and Gun for Hire are proudly pa partnered to present the first CNJFO Youth Range Day on March 27th. They're looking for uh, cash donations and they're looking for ammo, 22 long rifle donations. My buddy Chris C., great uh, supporter of Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio, donated some ammunition. So that's the third donation we have now on the ammunition. So you guys are the absolute best. 
Uh, pretty soon, we were going to be opening up a 2,200-square-foot retail store, and we're also opening up a huge swag area where we're going to be selling uh, sweatshirts, hood, uh, hoodies, and everything else. So be on the lookout because uh, early January 2022 is going to be quite epic for us. Quite, quite epic for us. Um, and uh, hold on one second. Sorry about that. Let me see. What else do I have to talk about? That's about it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go home now. Okay. No, I better not. All right. Uh, let's see. I was on the Firearm Trainer Podcast with Rob Beckham. You can check it out, Firearm Trainer Podcast. And uh, we discussed my book, Crime Proof. I had sent Rob a copy of the book. I was introduced by uh, John Petrolino to him. And the Firearms Training Podcast, I went back and listened to a bunch of them. Let me tell you, they got it covered there, brother. They are really, really um, good. They rotate through with different um, hosts on the Firearms Training Podcast. I was very impressed, and I'm honored to have been on the show to talk about my book and to further help um, people, uh, you know, um, do their thing and uh, learn the ways of the force. Uh, and now for something completely different. We talk about this all the time. This gentleman, TSA, man arrested after handgun and bullets found hidden inside a bandage and soap. Ugh. Newark, New Jersey. A PA man was arrested after the TSA found the handgun taped and wrapped in an ace bandage and found bullets inside of a hollowed out bar of soap in his checked bag. When authorities found the items, they said they called the man to return the, to the airline check counter and Port Authority police arrested him on a weapons charge. The man told officers that he was the gun was given to him by a deceased family member and he was planning to take it to Nigeria. Um, you know, he's probably not going to get to Nigeria anytime soon. Right. So he's charged with intentionally trying to conceal a gun and ammunition and bring it overseas. So he also bagged himself a federal crime. Nice. Yeah. Um, we've broken a 20-year record on the amount of guns found at TSA checkpoints uh, in the United States for 2021 already. Um, yeah, I just can't understand the level of stupidity. But we talk about this all the time. And, you know, another th do not use your bag that you use, uh, you know, like to go to the range as a travel bag, whether it's your backpack or your fanny pack or whatever it may be, because there's going to be residue in there. And we really can't have that. Okay. Okay. What do I got? I got some, I got some emails that I got to talk about. So, uh, you know, oh, oh, Jess talked about this. You know, they, she listened to the show and Sandy said something that made me think of Orwell. Sandy had mentioned how Parler came out strong but was clunky. But I remember when Facebook was a little clunky. But as the left does and does extremely well, they stick together and don't give up no matter what until a verdict is handed down. Uh, just ask Harvey Weinstein or Jussie Smollett. Unfortunately, we still haven't learned that lesson. We still squabble amongst ourselves and hold each other and each other's ideas back. We still aren't ready to give our businesses and platforms the chance to grow and mature. We went through it in the 2A community and look at what was effing accomplished when we all sat down at the same table on just one issue. Orwell predicted that the fascists will finally take control using conformity. No one is willing to sacrifice their Facebook accounts and switch over to another platform like Parler, which has improved tremendously. People do not, do not truly understand what it means by sacrifice. Sacrifice is not meant to be easy. It's meant to be hard. Just ask any veteran. We're all, we are all confirming, and Facebook is still making money using us peasants in order to fund the very ideas we are fighting. Nothing is perfect, but fighting takes sacrifice, and unfortunately, there aren't many willing to give up what is easy. It's too easy to conform. Uh, I'm still sexier than George O. Oh, my God. Feel free to share this if you want on Facebook, but you never know. Oh, I was from Joe Peluso. Sorry. But, yes, it, I understand that. We all, under, we all understand that. And then I got another one from uh, Gary. Just listening to the latest uh, show, uh, here are my thoughts. This is from Gary Allison. Merry Christmas, by the way. When the training law goes into effect, nothing will be set up. 
No one will know who the instructors are, what qualifications are needed to become an instructor. It will take six months for Murphy to set up a committee and then another six months for that committee to decide on the teaching criteria. Meanwhile, no one in New Jersey will be allowed to buy a firearm until this is deeded, uh, decided upon. Putting a lot of smaller gun shops out of business, exactly what he wants. You take heed that only legal instructors will be uh, able to instruct this. No NRA instructors will permit it. Sorry for the diatribe, Gary. Yeah, well, Gary, if the if the training component passes, and that was you need to have a um, uh, every four years renew your firearms ID card, and there'll be a training component just even to possess guns, not carry guns in New Jersey. If that passes, uh, that is that could be a major problem. Uh, but we don't know what the training requirements may be. And you know New Jersey's going to you know, give it to us hard and deep, uh, Bohica, yeah. uh, because they're going to make sure many, many people can't pass and are afford the training requirements because we know it's all based on uh, racism slash classism, right? Right. So a couple of things. This is, uh, you know, Murphy's restrictions obviously are out of control. And he doesn't want us to have guns at home for family protection. It delays the tempest control to eliminate uh, the use of gas heat to heat homes. You know, New York, all new buildings can't have gas heat in New York City. Did you guys know that? They have to have electric heat. <laughs> can't have gas heat. And Murphy's trying to do the same thing where any new homes are built, they can't have gas heat. That's insane. Yeah, gas heater, gas for cooking. We have to go electric for everything so that we burn coal somewhere else. Oh, of course, yeah. To create so, the electricity. Sure. Yeah, instead of it's using, magic. Yeah, instead of using natural gas. Right. All right, but you know you have a few other states. Pennsylvania is passing, uh, the Senate overwhelmingly passed a bill prohibiting municipalities from banning any fuel sources necessary for energy. New York City, of course, is banning gas hooks up for new and commercial residential buildings, of course. North Carolina is expected to consider a house-passed measure which will prohibit local governments from banning specific types of energy. And North Dakota is doing the same. This is my old buddy, uh, John Ziegler, Roboy. He lives in Florida now. So you see that the red states are saying you can, we can use any energy that's necessary, and the blue states are saying, nope, it's only going to be electric. Seems kind of weird, right? Right. We're only going to electric so uh my <laughs> my buddy scott wentworth sent me this new york newark you get paid you have don donations now uh, they're giving out free money for people who are uh hurt by the new COVID restrictions and stuff and you can go and apply for it they're taking federal relief funds and they're distributing amount of people and uh, one of the first requirements is you must either be a minority or work for a minority owned company Boy, you want to talk about how racism's really taken a turn. Yeah, huh? absolutely, right. Yeah, I mean, we're really we're really going the opposite that we really should be going. Rich Ford, he says to me, sent me this, and then we're going to talk. We have a learning segment. He goes, I'm sitting here in DMV in Wayne, and I am absolutely dumbfounded how many people are sitting here with their paperwork with sensitive information out in the open for all to see. Social Security, address, driver's license numbers, you name it, it's here for the world to see. Never mind having to go back home to get my birth certificate because it's needed for a CDL because they will give regular licenses to anybody. Rich Ford, he needs a, a, the, the confirmed license. But, you know, it's amazing. People don't realize that. With a cell phone, I could zoom in, right, Sandy? And I could take a picture right next yeah, to you. Exactly. And I have your name, date of birth, your address, your Social Security number, your wife's maiden name, everything but your favorite color and your pet's name. Yeah. And, and people are just so oblivious to crime, you know. And I get so much feedback on my book. And everybody that has universally, it's like, I wish my daughter would read it. You know, I, I wish my wife would read it. I wish my son would read it. When I had Tracy read the first initial book and she said, I don't think like this, I was like, you know, it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, pe the people that need to read my book are not going to read my book. So this is, this is scary. I need people to chime in on this because I don't know uh, what the end result is. But have you heard that Apple now has AirTags, Sandy? Uh, yeah. They have these little discs that take a battery that lasts for years. And, you know, you, you can put them in your luggage or your wallet. Scott just went, IT Scott just went to California to see Metallica for a few days. Mm -hmm. And he bought the AirTags and he showed them to me. And he put one in each bag and he was showing me how you can track them and everything. 
Well, people are using the air tags now to steal luxury cars and to stalk women. Jeez. Because I could just get a little piece of 3M two-sided tape and I can tape it to your car. Right, yeah, sure. All right, so now what happens is if there is an air tag in close proximity to your Apple devices and the air tag is not registered to you, your phone gives you a uh, a warning that there's an air tag tracking you. Oh. All right, but for uh, I, I'm not a technical guy. If you have a Android phone, you're not going to get this this warning, right? Right? Am I right. am I right? I yeah, mean, it probably. sounds I sounds that way. I, I need I need some input from the technical people on this. This is really important. So uh, people are going um, like going to valet park and a restaurant because I tell everybody don't keep your registration and insurance card in a glove box. Put in a Ziploc bag under a rear mat. And I tell people your GPS in your car set home to your police department so that if your car is stolen, they can't get to your house. You use your garage door opener to get in your house. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Well, what these kids are doing now is even in valet or in a parking lot or something, in a nice car, they're attaching an air tag to it. And then they're tracking the air tag and then they ride past the house. And then they can, at three o'clock in the morning, they can go pull the air tag off. But now they know if you're not storing your car, in the, um, in the garage, they can come back and steal it. So this woman posted on TikTok. This is times when social media is good for getting the word out, all right? A Maryland woman shared a disturbing tale of a stalker attaching an air tag uh, to her car before she left the bar around 2 a.m. Uh, so something kind of terrifying happened to me last night. The 20-year-old woman, woman identified as Jenna. She tweeted to her more than 1,700 followers over the weekend, someone attached an air tag to the underside of my front wheel well while I was inside a bar. In the now viral Twitter thread, which garnered 32,000 likes before she set her account to private, the Baltimore native said she reportedly discovered that an air tag was attached to her car. It was 2 a.m. and I was driving away with no cars around me and I kept getting this alert on my iPhone that there's an air tag moving with you. It's pretty cool that they put that in there. But again, if you don't have an iPhone, will this beep? Yeah, right. I, I don't know. So she wasn't immediate alarmed by the suspicious digital advisors. So this scares me right there, right? Oh, it's probably a glitch or something. No! <laughs> All right. But here's what she said. See, now this is interesting. She said, I've gotten that alert before while I was in traffic. That's interesting. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, yeah, I guess if there's a car alongside of you in bumper-to-bumper traffic, you it's telling you, yeah. yeah, there's an air tag tracking you. Okay, uh, so she says that's happened before. She goes, but it was late, and I started to make a bunch of right turns and counter, and I was still repeatedly getting the message. Jen, very good move. Yeah. She made some right turns, and and this is good, evasive strategies, okay? So here's what she did. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you to teach with all of your loved ones. She made a potentially life-saving decision to drive to a safe location. Parents' house. Police department, firehouse, pull right into the driveway to firehouse where it says do not park and blow your horn. Yep. All right. Yep. And show them the warning. I'm a 31 year old woman and something's going on here. Call the police, have the police come. But that's the thing to do. Don't pull over on the side of the road and look for it. Yeah, right. All right. There's lots of well lit places. When I go to a Walmart parking lot, last ditch. Yeah. Would I go to a rest area off a highway? Last ditch. Never going to happen. Okay? Get on the phone. 911. There's an air tag following me. Get on the phone. Mom, dad, or whatever. Again, if your GPS is programmed, if the police department is as programmed this home, plug it into your GPS, go right to the police department, pull into the parking lot. Police departments have cameras everywhere. There's a good chance there's police activity coming in and out of the building. Pull in there, beep on the horn, or call 911 and say, I'm sitting in the parking lot. I'm getting alert that an air tag has been following me or traveling along with me. I'm afraid for my life. I don't want to get out of the car. They'll send a cop out. Yeah, right. right. They'll have a car pull into the parking <clears throat> lot, and then they'll look for it, all right? So she checked. She's smart. She checked her purse, her trench coat, everything, her coat pockets, her wallet. She couldn't find any because think about it. That could have been dropped on her. Yeah. In the bar, okay? But she didn't find anything. So, But she didn't want to go home. And she, so she spent this night somewhere else and she just figured she'd work it out in the morning. Bad move. The only way I would do that is if I left my car somewhere and Ubered or got a ride somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, right. All right. right. And yeah. the alert went away. So the next day, one of her friends found the air tag affixed to the underside of the front passenger wheel well. 
Wow. So some now here's my question: Can't we see who owns that AirTag? We should be able to, right? They got to okay. be registered. Right. So we should be able to see who owns the, who that Scott IT people. I need information. I want to discuss this next week. Can an Android pick it up? And can we find who owns that AirTag now? Because that person needs to explain why that AirTag was attached. Yeah, All right? absolutely right. So uh, they're saying they're using these AirTags for human trafficking and everything now, Sandy. It's perfect, So, Sam. So the Apple's AirTag privacy description states, only you can see where your AirTag is. Your location, data, and history are never stored on the AirTag itself. Devices that re- relay the location of your AirTag also stay anonymous, and that location data is encrypted in every step of the way. So not even Apple knows the location of your AirTag or identity of the device that helps find it. She captioned the snap products crazy, noting that, you know, this is it, it's just crazy, right? So... I, I guess it uses Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, whatever it can to jump and continue updating your location, right? All, all iPhones, iPads are all, all tied together, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so, right? So Apple yeah. introduced what they call Tracker Detect just here in December in the Google Play Store. Ah, this feature enables Android users to proactively scan for item trackers that are no longer with their owner. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have an Android phone, go to the Google Play Store and please download Tracker Direct today. All right, and uh, that are no longer, if this one been placed on you or without your knowledge or detected, item tracker is known to be moving with you for more than 10 minutes. You will be able to play it sound on the detected item. Oh, so your phone will let the, <laughs> the, let the AirTag will, tw- will tweet a sound. Oh, that's great. So you can find it. Oh, that's okay? great. So listen, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you need to talk to your friends and family members, okay, about this because they might not be paying attention. You know, uh, young kids are taught put their phone in their purse when they're driving so they don't get distracted or anything. So if they have the radio on, they don't even know they're being tracked. Right. There's, this is a lot to digest. This is a lot to disseminate and a lot to talk about. And unfortunately, we're going to be hearing about crimes. We're going to be hearing about rapes, sexual assaults, kidnappings, home invasions, and everything based off of air tags. Yeah, you're it, absolutely it, it, right. Yeah, it's not going to be good. You know, what if mom and dad, mom and dad have a flip phone? Yeah, right? Right. Right? The jitterbug right. or whatever. Right. Whatever, whatever it is. It is. Yeah. They're not going to know they're being tracked. Right. There's a, there's a, a lot to disseminate here, so I, I want everybody to be aware of this. Uh, look it up, study it, and again, anybody out there who's uh, technical savvy, I got some answers here now. Uh, download this on your Android phone, and please get back to me and tell me if it's working. Scott, when you come back from California, I would like to test this on an Android phone. I would like you to bring an AirTag in. I'd like to play around with it a little bit so we can give our listeners more information because this is scary as hell. Uh, that you can just put a tracking device on somebody or their car and uh, and follow them. I'm not, I'm not really happy with this. And Scott showed me, uh, you know, like the map layout of the tracker. It's pretty it's pretty accurate, you know. Um, yeah, you'll be able to go home right in on somebody. And this this is this is not good. Uh, so uh, also I wanted to talk about, you know, we have a ton of uh, new classes and Tony introduced a new uh, class and it's called Drawing from Concealment, Sandy. And it's a tactical pistol course. And the course will begin with the concealment holster's placement and continue with proper clothing options as well as the different drawing techniques. This is We're getting ready for the Brune case uh, decision in June, and which is another reason why Murphy is going after us so hard because they know that we're going to get a federal concealed carry. So he's trying to hurt us as, and dissuade us as much as he possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but this is going to be a three- to four-hour class. The first one now is Saturday, January 22nd from 8 a.m. to 11 or so. And uh, you're going to teach how to properly draw from concealment. You know, we have a holster draw class. We have all of our urban classes. I literally have the best instructors ever. I have never had a better team of instructors or managers. The range will be open 10 years soon. And it's just, it blows me away um, that how we get better and better. And uh, I've, I've never been prouder with the, uh, with the level of, uh, 
of people. It's just, it's just phenomenal. It's just, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. Absolutely true. Any better, and uh, the guys and the girls here just go above and beyond. And, you know, and we got to deal with a lot of crap. We're constantly getting beat up by politicians, and some politicians like Holly Shapisky and stuff, and Bob Roth. They, they keep me going. So, support those who support you. So, Sandy, I'd like you to uh, trick it out now. Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, give us your input, my man. Yes, Happy New Year to everyone, and listen, we are raising money for disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care, We're trying to raise uh, an additional $5,000 before the end of the year, and I want to thank um, Jules, James DiGiulio, $100 donation, thank you so much, Jules, <clears throat> Joe Santangelo, 100 bucks. Dr. Jerry Optoff, $300 donation, thank you so much, Dr. Jerry, Michael, Michael D., thank you so much for your donation. Listen, you can join these guys and gals by donating um, to GoFundMe.com and search for VHS of Ocean County, Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County, five bucks, ten bucks. Anything you got would really, really help. It takes about a hundred bucks a day to uh, give these folks care. Uh, as you've heard me say over the uh, weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, uh, all of the funding has been stripped from these people. And uh, we, are, we now have to try to look uh, to ourselves to take care of ourselves. Uh, I appreciate everything you guys have done over this past year. Please stay safe. Uh, get out there and uh, protect yourself. Enjoy uh, your holiday season and go test yourself uh, get whatever uh, home testing kits are available. You can get them at walmart.com. Uh, we are not sponsored by Walmart, by the way. Uh, we love you guys. Wash your hands. Um, stay safe. Love you. Happy New Year. We'll see you again, God willing, next week. Next year. Ugh. Nice. Mm. From sea to the shine.